You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 202. Hey there, Impact Driver. Welcome to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard. I have a question for you to consider. Should a PMO leader have project management experience? Can they be successful without project management experience? Or does that set them back? And is it possible there could be some benefits for a PMO leader that does not have a lot of project management experience? We're going to ask and answer these questions today in this episode. So stick around to find out whether or not a PMO leader should or shouldn't have a lot of project management experience to be successful in the role. Now, don't forget, International PMO Day is finally here. If you are listening to this podcast when it comes out, you are just a couple of days away from International PMO Day. And if you got my newsletter, you got it on International PMO Day, May 9th, 2023. And we are hosting a free live event to celebrate and elevate PMOs globally. The event is taking place live on May 9th. And if you are registered, get on over there because we are going to be starting soon. And if you missed it, still head over to pmostrategies.com forward slash PMO Day. That's pmostrategies.com forward slash PMO Day and see if there's any goodies waiting for you there. On International PMO Day, we are hosting a Celebrate and Elevate workshop where I'm going to teach you the game-changing technique, the most important thing you need to know to elevate your PMO in your organization. No matter the industry, no matter where you sit in the organization, no matter how big your team is, I've got you. I'm going to tell you exactly what I finally learned from 15 years building and running PMOs and transformation and strategy delivery teams, and what we've been doing with our clients and students for the last decade. I am going to walk you through exactly what you need to know, and then I'm going to spend the rest of the time live coaching with you and your peers. So make sure you submit your most pressing pain point, your challenge, your question, your frustration, what you want my live help with, and let me know when you register if you want one of the limited hot seats where I am going to coach you live and answer your question and help you through your challenge and get you a clear action plan of exactly what to do next as soon as you leave that workshop. Normally, this coaching is only available to my Impact Accelerator Mastermind coaching students and our six-figure consulting client engagements. That's it. That's usually the only place you can get this. But to help us celebrate International PMO Day, I'm sharing this coaching with you so you can take what I've learned over 25 years, what I have learned from watching our clients and students succeed following our guidance, what I have learned working with the top industry influencers from around the world. Together, we've solved some of the toughest challenges in this space. I'm sharing that with you. So bring it, baby. Bring your toughest challenge. Bring your pain point. Join me on International PMO Day, which in 2023 is May 9th, and in future years will be on the second Tuesday in May. And let's celebrate and elevate PMOs together. Now, don't worry, this is free. So get over there now. I want to see you there. PMOstrategies.com forward slash PMO day. In this episode, we're going to pick up where we left off last week. Last week in episode 201, we talked about 
the name PMO and whether or not the name of your organization should be PMO or something else. Now, you know, I'm a huge fan of PMOs. I mean, my company name is PMO Strategies. We're the PMO Strategies podcast you're listening to here. And we are celebrating International PMO Day, which we helped to co-found. So with all of those things said, I'm in it to win it when it comes to PMOs and elevating the role of the PMO globally. Now, this is International PMO Day week, so if you are listening to this when this podcast comes out, you still have time to join us for International PMO Day celebration that we're going to do here at PMO Strategies, and I hope to see you there. Now, if you are a PMO leader, you obviously know you belong in International PMO Day, but if you are maybe running a strategy delivery office or an agile transformation office, you may not think that day is about you too. And it is. So join us. So don't even think about skipping out because it doesn't say PMO in your title, because it might be that the role that you're playing will still get some boost or elevation by listening to what we're going to educate you on in our free workshop. With that said, this week is all about a PMO leader with no project management experience. What? Is that possible? A PMO leader could potentially have the role of PMO leader without having project management experience? Yeah, I remember being back inside organizations and one of the ones that I worked in before I was heavily recruited away to run a different group called a business transformation group. At that prior organization, they replaced me when I left. I had resigned to move out of state and go work at this different company. They replaced me with somebody that didn't have a lot of project management experience. And my team kept calling me and complaining that the person they were replacing me with didn't have a lot of PMO experience and didn't have a lot of project management experience. And they kept saying, oh, that person's not going to work out. There's not going to be any good. They don't get it. They don't get what we do. They don't get project management. How are they even going to help us when they don't have a lot of project management experience? And at the time, now this was well over a decade ago. I remember thinking, hmm, this will be interesting. I'm curious to see how this works out. But one thing I had learned about that organization in particular, this is not the last role I had, but prior to that, is that they put people in roles that they thought strategically from a business perspective, they might actually be able to play a bigger game or they might actually be able to bring a different perspective to the table. And this was an interesting opportunity to see how that worked. So I kept telling my team, hang in there. Don't worry about it. They don't need to be experts in PMO and project management because you are. And I remember hearing some resistance from them, but it actually makes a lot of sense. You see, they didn't have to be an expert in project management because they were leading a business unit, not really focused on executing projects themselves. The things they needed to be good at might be different skills than project execution in order to run a business unit. So we're going to talk a little bit today about whether or not a PMO leader should have project management experience. What are some pros? What are some cons? And what you should do if you don't have any experience, but you have been thrust into this role of running a PMO. So there's a trend that's happening in the PMO space, and that is organizations are looking for PMO leaders who possess good business sense rather than only project management expertise. 
And this means that individuals who understand the organization's overall strategic objectives can align projects with business goals and demonstrate a deep understanding of the organization's operations and the industry are highly valued for PMO leadership roles, even in some organizations much more highly valued than if they have project management or prior PMO experience or that traditional project management expertise that so many PMO leaders see as their valuable skill sets. Typically, PMO leaders are expected to have a strong background in project management, but what happens if they don't? What if they come from a different background altogether? Let's talk about what those advantages might be for PMO leaders that don't have project management experience. And don't worry, if you do, it's not that that's a problem, but I do want you thinking about, as a PMO leader, how you can show up and elevate your thinking about your role, like we're going to talk about in this week's Celebrate, Elevate, and Educate workshop for Celebrating International PMO Day. How can you elevate your role and have a strategic advantage because you not only have project management or PMO expertise, but also that critical business value that business leaders are looking for? Okay, so what's a major advantage of a PMO leader that does not have a lot of project management experience? Well, one major advantage is their ability to bring a fresh perspective and drive innovation, innovative ways of thinking about how the PMO can solve business problems, as opposed to having a project first approach to solving problems. Because they are not tied to the traditional PMO templates and process, these leaders that don't have a lot of that project management expertise can approach problems with a clean slate or a clean perspective. They're not bound by the limitations of the quote-unquote usual way of doing things when it comes to delivering projects or providing PMO services and capabilities. And they can think outside the box to come up with creative solutions. For example, whenever I built PMOs inside organizations, I tried to surround myself with people that brought in a lot of different strengths and perspectives And sometimes I would bring in leaders that didn't have a lot of program management experience, but had a lot of business knowledge and business understanding, and that helped strengthen our team as a whole. So there have been times where I've talked through with my coaching students, they're looking to hire someone, and I've warned them that if you hire someone to join your team that has done the PMO thing, quote unquote, several times in the past, they could run the risk of hiring somebody that is more traditional, old school, heavy, box checking, administrative, bureaucratic PMO. And so when you come in, like our coaching students do with the impact engine perspective, which is lean, mean, focused on driving strong business value quickly, then you could hit resistance from your very own team members. And I'll tell you, several of my coaching students have said, Laura, you know what? You were right. The person that we brought in that was the, I've seen this movie before, I know how to do this, I know how this is going to turn out, ended up being a resistor to the impact engine approach of building a PMO, when in fact, we have an incredibly high success rate. In fact, it's 100%. If you follow our impact engine system and build a PMO that way, it will work. It works 100% of the time. You have to do it. You have to do what we teach you, but it works. And the reason it works is because you're building a strategically focused business unit that the business leaders are begging for and they love it, right? So what you want to be thinking about here is 
if you bring people into your team that have a lot of heavy background in the traditional way of doing things, they might have a hard time adapting to a more nimble business-focused mindset, a more agile mindset, big A agile or little a agile. So imagine that in the PMO leadership role. If the PMO leader has a, we've always done it this way, and we're going to start by creating a PMO charter, which by the way, you should never do, come to the workshop and I'll talk to you about why. They start with creating a PMO charter. They start with the mission, value, purpose, vision for the organization, et cetera. You don't start with that. You don't do that in our program until stage four. And that's why we're so effective. We don't put the cart before the horse. We have you do things in the right order that get better results. And that is all based on a business-focused, business-minded approach. So they're not limited with, we must create a PMO charter. They're not limited with a, we must do the templates, tools, and process, and let's get busy on doing all of that. They're focused on solving business problems, not project problems, when they come from a background of business-minded, business-focused instead of project-focused. Another advantage, you heard me talk a little bit about Agile. They might have a more agile and adaptive mindset than a traditional quote-unquote PMO leader because they don't have the project management experiences that are most of the skill sets that a lot of PMO leaders bring to the table. They're not tied to rigid processes or must-do-everything waterfall and can be more nimble and flexible and adapt to change more quickly because that's how most business units thrive. If you see a business unit that is thriving, they are open to experimentation, innovation. They can pivot when things are required. Go back and look at all of our podcasts. We talk about the PMO pivot. We've talked about it with various software vendor solution partners that we've worked with. The PMO pivot is a real thing and something that we have been talking about for a long time. And the reason is the PMO needs to be able to be nimble, flexible, adaptive, And those that really thrive during the 2020, 2021, 2022 timeframe when COVID was upending businesses was because they had that agile, nimble, flexible kind of approach and could innovate and reimagine what the PMO could do to solve business problems right away and help those business leaders who were struggling to figure out how their organization was going to adapt to an unforeseen transformational time in many businesses. So A PMO leader that doesn't have a ton of traditional project management, templates, tools, process first approach might be in a position to leverage a more agile mindset or revamp things like the project prioritization process to get to better, faster decision making. Instead of a big, heavy, complex change control board, is there a nimbler, more adaptive way to respond to the real world shifts that happen? and prioritize projects in a way that fits the dynamics of a changing business landscape right now, right? So their ability to be adaptive can be a game changer in an environment like we're in today, where organizations need to be able to flip a switch and shift direction so that they don't get lost in the dust, right? So think about that. If somebody doesn't have the traditional old school project management approach to things, they may not even know all of the shoulds, quote unquote, of what project managers are supposed to do and might be able to say, how might we solve this problem more creatively and faster to get to those outcomes? Now, as I'm giving you all of these things to think about, if you are a traditional PMO leader who's been doing this forever, 
that's okay. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm with you. I have decades of experience in the PMO space. And at the same time, what I'm saying is all PMO leaders, whether they come from a traditional project management background or not, must be business leaders first. PMO leaders must be business leaders first, not project leaders first. And when you shift that mindset, which could be easier to do if you don't have a long history of project management expertise driving your decision making, that could be an advantage. But if you are like me and you have decades of experience in the project management space, then you know that what I'm telling you is that you must remember to lead with business leadership, not project leadership. So that's another advantage that someone coming to the table may not have to unlearn anything that you and I maybe had to unlearn the hard way to get to a place where we understood it's business leadership first, not project leadership. So that's another advantage you could have if you didn't have a project management heavy background like maybe some others of us do. Another potential advantage is PMO leaders without a lot of heavy project management experience or a long history of project management experience could bring a unique business focus to the problems that they're trying to solve, especially if they come from a part of the organization where it's business driven or business focused. Like if they came from a strategy team or a marketing team or a sales team or a customer implementation team or something like that, they might have more of a business first approach automatically. And that can benefit a PMO team because they can teach them a lot of how the business looks at the world and how you serve your customers and things like that. They might also bring a different stakeholder engagement approach to the role. They're not just focused on adhering to project management templates and process, but are possibly deeply committed to driving business outcomes. And I know you've heard me talking about business outcomes is the goal and it's outcomes over outputs. This is a perfect example of that. If you have a business outcomes focus, you're not going to necessarily get caught up in perfecting the project outputs like the templates and the process because you're willing to be nimble and flexible around that to get to those better business outcomes. It might mean that you say ROI, return on investment, is more important than on time on scope and budget, which it 100% absolutely is all the time. And somebody that is business-minded and business-focused gets that intuitively and doesn't have to unlearn that ROI is more important than on time on scope and budget. They might align projects and initiatives with the strategic business goals and ensure that each of those projects is delivering tangible business value to the organization and using that to define success of the PMO as opposed to defining it by the completion of projects. And separately, how they engage stakeholders specifically, they could potentially bring to the table, and you might be fantastic at all of these things. And if you are, then by the way, just so you know, even if you have a strong project management background and you have a lot of these things I'm talking about here, then you are the future of PMO leaders. So rock on, baby, you're doing it. If you are not strong in a lot of these places, then this is just your checklist of things that you do need to focus on and shift your mindset on to be that strategic business partner your business leaders are really looking for, because that's definitely what they're looking for. So these folks that maybe have come from other parts of the organization could potentially have really strong relationships with key stakeholders 
which will help them working collaboratively with other business units in order to move the ball down the field for the whole strategy, get buy-in and support for things that the PMO wants to do, etc. Remember, it's that business-first mindset and their ability to talk business speak, not project speak, to their stakeholders that's going to help them win a seat at the table pretty quickly. Now, you have definitely heard me talking about concepts like outputs are not as important as outcomes and things like organizational change management is the thread that underlies any changes you're creating for the organization, whether you're building a PMO, elevating the PMO capabilities, or defining and delivering projects. So this organizational change management concepts and a collaborative leadership approach could potentially be a strength for somebody brought in from another part of the organization where they already have those relationships. And it's possible that they're going to focus more on the people and the relationships to get things done because they don't have their process and templates and tools background to lean on. They have to get change done with and through people instead of doing change to people, which can be incredibly helpful. So it's possible that they're going to lean on building a collaborative approach with cross-functional teams and facilitate an environment where you have open communication, knowledge sharing, setting things up like working groups to define what the PMO is going to do because they don't have the answers. They don't know because they haven't built a PMO before. This is one of the fundamental approaches we teach in the Impact Engine system. You have to do the change with people and we teach you how to engage with your stakeholders to effectively expand your team size to be a part of the whole organization and everybody that is doing project management or cares about the delivery of projects in the organization, whether or not they report to you. So if you are a PMO leader with not a lot of PM experience, you can't just say, oh, well, this is the way we should do things because you don't know. So you have to engage others and create a business-minded, business-first approach to solving problems and doing that with other people in the organization since you don't have, quote unquote, all the answers. Going back to the scenarios where several of our PMO leaders hired people and realized the people with all the quote-unquote experience in the PMOs didn't lead with asking stakeholders about their business challenges and problems. They went right to solving the problems they saw, which were symptoms underlying root causes, which meant they were trying to solve the wrong problems. That's a mistake that we see regularly. So if you don't have that, or if you're not thinking with that approach of like, I already have all the answers. I know the medicine you need to take. You have to go get the answers, which invokes a sense of curiosity and openness to finding the right solutions to the business problems. And don't forget, you've probably heard me say before that you have to make sure that you are solving the root causes, not the symptoms, which means you have to do a lot of investigative work and be open to that. And if somebody already feels like they have all the answers, they're not going to be open to that. So if you have a lot of project management experience, it's all great. It will help you in knowing if your team is trying to pull a fast one on you on what it takes to get projects done. However, you don't want to lead with that because you, my friend, in a PMO leadership role are a business leader first, not a project leader. So you want to surround yourself with people, whether you have project management experience or not, surround yourself with people that do have the expertise for the role that they're playing, and then bring them into the fold to educate you, to help you 
learn what it's like to manage projects in that organization, what some best practices are. And you also will have to teach them how to be business minded in their approach as well. We call that becoming an impact driver. And that is for project managers and PMO leaders. So just know whether you have a lot of experience or not, your role is different. It's not a project role. And it is about stepping into a business leadership function, just like your peers in other parts of the organization that are business leaders first. And so if you have that experience, you just need to know that you need to shift your focus now because what got you here won't get you there. What got you in this role, because you had a lot of project management experience in your background, they put you into the PMO role. But to get a seat at the table, that's not the same skill sets they're actually looking for. They're looking for business leadership. And if you don't have project management experience and you've been thrust into this new PMO role, don't worry. You're exactly where you belong because what they're looking for now is your business leadership to shine. And that's why they put you in the role. And in fact, that probably says a lot about why you were chosen and tells you a lot about the business leaders in your organization, about what they value and what they are willing to pay for to get to the business results. So no matter which role you are in or which background you have now, you want to make sure that you are embracing a continuous learning mindset. You are building a strong team where you can surround yourself with people that are competent in a diverse set of project skills and also organizational change management skills, and then focus everyone on getting to those business outcomes and not letting perfect outputs get in the way of the right strategic business outcomes. And for your team and for yourself, encourage out-of-the-box thinking and experimenting with the PMO, embrace new technologies, new methodologies, new approaches, and techniques that can drive innovation and improve project outcomes and business results. And all of you should be focused on driving those better business outcomes for your organization. And all of you in your PMO team should be focused on business leadership first, project leadership second. You do that and you'll have no problem getting your seat at the table, whether you have tons of PM experience or not. I hope you found this very helpful for you in celebrating being a PMO leader and elevating the role of PMO leadership so you can get that seat at the table. Don't forget, International PMO Day is this week. And as long as you are listening to this on or before May 9th, then you should join us. Just go to pmostrategies.com forward slash PMO day. And if you're listening after May 9th, don't worry, I've got you. Head over to that same website, pmostrategies.com forward slash PMO day and see if there's any goodies waiting for you there. See you soon. Bye-bye for now.